Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Minus Baskin, minus Phelps, Daryl Ryder, Dan Medigan with you. Till two here on The Fan. We are doing the lame dome or no dome. Whoa, 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 lame. But it's not, well, hang on. Okay. It's not lame because, well, it's a legit conversation that now all of a sudden needs to be had with the Browns kind of getting into the meat and potatoes of trying to figure out their stadium situation. Do they stay on the lakefront? Do they ask for more money to be invested into that building? Do they go into a new building? Okay, if they go into a new building, where do you put it? And then do you put a roof on it and... So, I mean, there's just so many tentacles to this. And then how much it's going to cost and who's going to pay for it, how we're going to – so it, it's more than just that. But the reason I raise it is because the New Orleans Saints Christmas Eve game sticks in my mind, uh, partially because I went back for some ungodly reason. I was watching that this week. What? Uh, I, I, Why? I, I was going back and watching some of uh, the, this past season. because I want tell to me it's – Please I'm, tell me it's like for a feature you're writing. No, for I was scouting, doing some scouting. Ooh. You know, you gotta, you know, putting in the man hours. Yeah. So okay. Uh-huh. Never mind. I back off. I back yeah, off. Uh-huh. And and I just I, the crowd shots and seeing people bundled up like the poor Ralph and the Christmas all bundled up and like can't move because you got two hundred layers. I just I can't imagine that the fan experience is is great for you to be out in the weather. Number one, and then number two. What I've been arguing, the game has changed, okay? You know, we opened the show joking about the, you know, the whole back in the day. You know, oh, back in my day, we, you know. Right. I used to kill my mom and dad and my grandma and grandpa when they would do that to me. You know, growing up, you know, walked to school. It was uphill, three feet of snow and all ways. Didn't have a car like you have today. Bus would fall in the ditch and we'd have to get the bus out of the ditch before we could get to school. You know, so I, I just, I feel like... That that it's time to modernize. It, it's time to get with the times. And when you see all of these buildings opening up, and you see what's being proposed, like Tennessee, what they're going to do is just incredible. It's going to cost over two billion dollars um, for their new stadium. The Bills, I still can't believe they're going open air, but they are. I don't get that. And at there's all. they're they're going to spend one and a half billion dollars to build an, a new open air stadium in Buffalo, but they're going to do the soccer style. Yeah, yeah I was going to bring that up with that big, massive canopy on it and stuff like that. So, have, have you been down to Columbus and seen the new Crew Stadium? I've not seen the new Crew Stadium. Okay. It's on the bucket list. I'm I swear I'm going to try and get down there this summer. So I went I went down there for a U.S. 
soccer match because there's something wrong with me. Yes. It was in. We've established you have issues. It was in January, and everybody knows I love soccer, and especially U.S. soccer. Right. I will tell you from the outside to into that stadium where the roof was on top of it, the part where the roof was on top was 10 degrees warmer than it was anywhere else. Just having that roof on there to hold that heat from going out of there, it was 10 to 15 degrees warmer. Like you were taking off layers a little bit, you know, because everybody layered up for this match because it was in the middle of January, but you were taking off layers and actually comfortable inside of there. So it's warmer than you think to only have that partial roof where the field is still exposed to the elements yeah and if look if the browns all opt at some point for open air new that's what i would want them to do right is to give the fans as much shelter as possible while giving them the open air experience in the grass field that there's a segment of browns fan that still clings to the good old days of Jim Brown and Otto Graham. Taysom Hill playing, running the option with, in the, with Alvin Kamara. <laughs> playing in the muddy infield at Cleveland Municipal Stadium where they would break out the green spray paint and paint <laughs> it every year. Remember that? Yes. Oh, God, yes. So, uh, Holy smokes. I haven't so thought about yeah, that in a minute. Uh, you know, looking for your feedback, 216-578-0092. We, <laughs> we got a lot of people waiting to talk about it. Let's go to Chris who's in Chicago, where the city of Chicago, I understand, wants to spend $2.2 billion to redo Soldier Field, but the Bears like want to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah, they, they don't want to be on Lakeshore Drive anymore in downtown Chicago. Chris, happy Friday to you. How are you, my friend? Thanks, guys. Good show so far. I like it. Um, yeah, you know, I grew up in Northeast Ohio and lived out here now 20 years, so um, I still keep in touch with Cleveland sports. You know, I'm old enough to... I, you know, I saw a bunch of games at the aforementioned Municipal Stadium. And while First Energy is no palace, I don't like all the comments about how it's a dump or it's crap or whatever. Uh, people who say that never sat in a seat at Municipal Stadium, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to raise my hand and say I, I can say it because, yes, I have sat in okay. seats at Municipal well, that's Stadium. Good. <laughs> that's good, Daryl. So, I'm, ta- so I'm talking about modern standards. You know, I'm comparing uh, – First energy Agreed. to these new buildings. That's why I say but, that. Fair enough. But, I, you know, in 20 years, no matter what's being built today, we'll be saying that about whatever the stadium is. I mean, look at St. Louis. They build a dome for the Rams. And the next thing you know, you know, the Rams They're are They're in gone. L.A. So, oh, I could. Yeah, it's just it's There's an interesting There's a 15-minute rant it's, that no one cares about on that. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. I get it. I'm not, you know, and I, a dome probably should have been built for Cleveland 20 years ago or 25 years ago already, but it, it wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I'm just torn. I, I think, Gerald, you're perfect about bringing this up. It's like with the team being crap for the last whatever years and uh, the economy in Cleveland, unfortunately, not being as super dynamic as it once was, although I think it's on the rebound. I don't know. I think it's going to be, I don't know, it's just tough to spend billions of dollars on a, a place that you use maybe 10 times, 11 times a year, and then maybe you get one Super Bowl, maybe one Final Four, maybe a hockey game or something again. But Well, I the hope know. is I, that they'll be able to expand right. the calendar now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they build True. a dome, you can expand the calendar. Just, just to get you on the record, Chris, though, are you team yes. dome or team no dome? Listen, if you're going to start and spend billions, you might as well throw the roof on it. And yeah. if it could be retractable, it would be awesome. But I don't. That's probably even more money. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. And and the whole thing with that, Chris, is and, and to others and the others that are out there on top of it is you would then turn around and hand the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission a 
giant dome stadium that they could do all sorts of cool stuff in, in the same way that Lucas Oil is able to get mm-hmm. board game conventions and conventions for firefighters, police officers, all that stuff, hey, to help fill the rest of those days. Steal the Big Ten Championship from Indianapolis. Or the Big Ten Championship for Indianapolis. Or even, you know, if you decide that you want to bring in... I'm trying to think like a band competition, Big Ten band competition or something like that. Boom, you have the facility to hold those things. And while we all may look at this and go, oh, my gosh, that's lame. Why would we ever do that? That's people coming into town, into the restaurants, into the hotels, spending money at the bars and going to all of these things. Indy had a volleyball tournament the week before the com- or it might have been two weeks before the combine. Do you I think realize it was like the Big Ten volleyball tournament? You have the Rock Hall and the Science Center down by the lake, and there's really nothing else. I know there's like on that pier there they, right. they put it. There's a uh, restaurant or whatever there, but there's there, there's no attraction down there. You got a stadium, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that lakefront could be uh, put to better much better utilized. use. Yes. Let's head out to West Salem, Nate. You're next up on the fan. Dome Nate- or no dome, Nate. Oh, dome all the way. Yes, um, eight for eight. A couple of years ago, um, went to a game, good six to eight inches, maybe even more sitting on my seat. Nobody moving snow, no washers, no nothing, doing nothing. By the time I got all the snow off, all my gloves, you know, I was prepared to be cold, and now I'm wet and cold. It was, it was a real disappointment to get there and have that stadium not even be touched for snow removal on the seats. The second game I've been to recently, Browns-Steelers. And there was a drunk fan just being terrible to a group of uh, Pittsburgh people in front, father, uh, mother, two kids, making the mother and the kids cry. Horrible experience. Just terrible, the, the, the drunkenness. And then third, Raiders, Browns, just not too long back, friend fly, fly, a friend flies in from L.A. The game gets moved from Friday to Saturday to Monday. And by that point, he had to leave. Yeah, and well, it, you know, I'll defend that because that, that was during COVID, wasn't it? It was COVID, but at the end of the day, they played with the exact same players they could have played on the original day. Yeah, I, I, no I, change. I, I hear you there. So, are you uh, your team dome or no dome? Right, your your team yeah. dome. Right, you're with me. I'm All right, team so. retractable dome. Well, <laughs> well, that's yeah. the that's the that's the ultimate. That, that, yeah. that, that and thanks for the call. Beautiful thing like, if they were if you were able to pull it off. It's just, just that's an ask. Here's a question for you, Daryl. What would cost more, buying the Commanders or paying for a retractable dome? Buying stadium? the Commanders. More expensive? Well, twice as uh, the commanders are twice expense. The the offer the offer on the table last I heard was six bill for the commanders. For the commanders, yeah, divide by two. That's what a retractable. Roof that's the retractable is. roof. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, you. I probably... just want to make sure my math was twice as much as divide by right. Yes, correct. Okay. okay. So again, math not my strong suit. That's why he's well. And then add on top of that the amount of lawyers and accountants <laughs> you're probably going to have to hire when you buy the commanders to go through the books that Daniel Snyder has called. Uh, well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, John and Cleveland Heights, so you're next up on the fan. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. You bet. I'm going to completely double down on the whole uh, dome thing, and I'm going to go with a. I would want to go with a retractable roof. Now okay. I did some research on this. Um, the latest. Dome to be built costs $1.2 billion. Right. And, but what I'm suggesting is that we combine both baseball and football. Well, that's not going to happen. It, well, it, I, I, oh, I, thing, I have to pause you right out. away. Well, because the Guardians just re-upped their lease of progressive fields. So that, that's I, not going to happen for but, another but my, 25 my point, years. My point is this. If we have a retractable roof that can accommodate both of those type of issues, both those type of programs at the same time, we're talking world class. Yeah, but the, the days of multi-purpose stadiums costs. are over. Yeah, John, I, it, that's going to be a tough ask because I, I, mean, I agree. 
I agree. You've got but to figure out go how to get it, grass let's, over let's that go dirt. Big and let's go, let's go really good, and that's the way to go really, to, to really do it up. Yeah, and, and thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the days of multi-purpose buildings are over. Gone. Like the, you know, when the Raiders left for Las Vegas, that, that was, was that was it. And they're never going back. You no. are never going to see a professional no. sports for, of the four major sports in this country and, do a multi-service facility. Right. The only one, like, like MK, hockey, how many the hockey, like just a general, I know you don't have this off the top of your head. How many uh, basketball arenas also accommodate NHL? Well, DC, DC does. DC uh, does. Yeah, the cap- so capital So what, probably one, about five, yeah. ten of them? Yeah, Capital One in D.C. hosts the Wizards and the Capitals. Yes. Pretty, pretty much every building that gets built accommodates hockey, too. Right. So yeah, because well, so Rocket Mortgage does uh, the Monsters. Right. and Correct. So so I think so I think it's not difficult to do a multi-purpose in terms of basketball and hockey. Right. Like, I indoor. know Detroit, um, yeah. the Wings play at a different stadium than the I think that, that the outdoor sports is, is a different story. The indoor sports, you can do it. Outdoor sports, not so much. Yeah. yeah, not everyone was a fan of that arena that got built next to Comerica Park in Ford Field in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the Pistons, like, moved to it reluctantly. Let's head out to Kent. Sean, you're next up on the fan. Dome Sean. or no dome? Dome. Yes. I perfect ten. I am ten for ten on you the know, team it's dome. Even, it's not even like a question to me. You know, when the uh, the Bills game got moved to Detroit, I'm sitting here watching the game, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so jealous. We were at the Ravens game a few weeks before, and of course, you're paying good money to go be miserable and sit out in the rain and the snow. It doesn't make any sense, and they could do some sort of a of a multi-use, I think, stadium where maybe it was some kind of sports complex like, you know, like Sandusky did up by Cedar Point. They built some kind of a huge uh, a sports complex for local teams and things like that that maybe they could have other events like that to help pay for the stadium or have make it be a destination. Could they put restaurants in it that were open year-round but the stadium part was closed off and people could go there and, you know, with their kids' teams and things. And I, I think there's a lot of different ways that they could pay for it. And as far as location, that's prime lakefront, you know, real estate right there. And if they're not going to develop it into something that's really going to make a bunch of money for the city, which maybe they could do and move the stadium somewhere else, then then I'm, I'm fine with it being there. But, uh, you know, that's a pretty, pretty prime lakefront real estate right there. But, yeah, dome, put it where it is, move it. I don't care. I hope they do it intelligently. It doesn't make any sense to not have a dome. Makes sense, Sean. Appreciate it, dude. I mean, we're, you and I are on the same camp. Like we, we agree with all this. Put it somewhere well, I smart. I had to laugh because he, he's like, "Well, I hope they do it intelligently." And I had to laugh at that because, well, this is Cleveland, and unfortunately, a lot of stuff around here doesn't. You know, uh, yeah, when, yeah. when you're talking about development, yeah, there's a there's you a know, lot of nits to get to get uh, be picked uh, inside uh, of that. You know, the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission, Destination Cleveland, they do they do they yeomans. Kill it. They do yeoman's work for our region, not just Cleveland but for Northeast Ohio. And one of the things that has always frustrated me is the lack of progressive, not so much progressive thinking, because there've been a lot of great ideas. And even for the lakefront, my God, I mean, look, Randy Lerner, the absentee l- owner of the Browns. Okay. Is he was accused of being one. It came up with a plan to develop lakefront. Never happened. Like they've been doing lakefront development proposal art, since, like, I don't know, the 60s, and nothing has happened. Right now, the lakefront is a stadium, a parking lot, the Rock Hall, 
and the Science Center. That's your lakefront. Oh, and, and the good time. Uh, the good time. You got the boat. I apologize. And, and the Mather. Yep, the Mather. You're the right. The Mather. Yep. The big boat. Can't forget the big boat. We got boats. We are doing dome or no dome. Baskin and Phelps without Baskin, without Phelps. It's Daryl Ryder, Dan Manigan with you until 2 here on The Fan. Sports Radio 92.3 The Fan is looking for a winner. Text the word BOBBLE, B-O-B-B-L-E, BOBBLE, to the number 20357 to win a four-pack of tickets to see the Monsters take on the on Belleville on Saturday, March 18th at 7 p.m. at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse for Denzel Ward Bobblehead Night. Text and data rates may apply. Get complete rules at www.923thefan.com. It's all from Cle- the Cleveland Monsters at Sports Radio 92.3 The Fan. Bobble to the the number 20357. You had me at Denzel Ward Bobblehead Night. How big's your bobblehead collection now? Huge. Huge? Huge. Did you have to get another shelf? I, um... <clears throat> So I redid the home office, uh, did my own home renovations, since we're talking about stadium renovations, did my own uh, renovations. Unfortunately, was unable to get any public participation to pay for it. Oh. <laughs> but uh, so I redid my home office because uh, one of the things I did I, is uh, you know put in new windows. So I had to clear out the home office, which uh, if you've uh, seen – uh, any of my photos, or if uh, you're a fan of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland and you've seen some of the video clips, um, it's like a museum. Click, click, so, click. So I had to get all that stuff out, so they put it in the windows, and I was just like, well, uh, I got all the stuff out. Before I put it all in, I guess I probably should put some new paint on the walls because I had that angry Hulk green oh, yeah, color that's on the right. wall. So I want a lighter shade. Lovely. Okay. Uh, watch some HGTV, see what the hottest colors were, right? Proud of you. And uh, so I want the light, because I want, I call it the green room. It's the called, green room. Called the fourth property brother, the unknown property brother. Right. But, uh, you know, because, you know, guests that come in studio, they, they sit in the green room. That's the bit. like that. So uh, lighter shade of green, and uh, I was like, well, now you can't see the bobbleheads, though, because the cabinets that I had them in were dark. I just, like, bought multimedia cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right? So I, uh, you know, surfed the interwebs and found me some new cabinets. Uh, now you can actually see the bobbleheads. But I awesome. am, I'm in the hundreds. Good for you, man. That's I, awesome. I am in the hundreds. Uh, actually, right now, uh, the the Cleveland Charge coming up are having a Mayor Justin Bibb bobblehead night. Believe it or not. Yes, Saturday, March 11th. Thank you to the Cleveland Charge for popping up here real quick. And it is Mayor Bibb wearing his jersey from All-Star Weekend last year. How about that? That's very cool. It is very – and he's he's got the specs. He's – is is a guy with – I have an appreciation for a guy. The mayor has great glasses. Oh, gosh, yes. Great glasses. So they, they have him wearing specs and not the athletic specs either. He's wearing his regular, you know what I'm talking about, right? Of course, the old AC Green Rex <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Kareem Rex But he's wearing his regular glass, so uh, thanks to the, the Cleveland Charge, that'll get added to the uh, the old collection. But yeah, I'm, I'm like up to like three, 400 bobbleheads. That's have, awesome. I man. have lost count. I bought, uh, I found on Amazon some risers because the cabinets that I bought are now yeah. all glass, so you can so you, you see through them. And so now I'm putting them on risers. Oh, wow. Yes. That's we, awesome. We've reached 
bobbleheads on risers. That's cool. In the green room. Good for you, man. At Daryl's not-so-palatial estate. That's outstanding. <laughs> that is outstanding. I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to stop by and visit anytime. I will. I'm, I'm going to have to. I'll get my pictures with the bobbleheads. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll work out on the admission. and Right uh, admission fees. Can, uh, you know, print and frame it for you. We'll do pull tabs to help you okay. pay for the, uh, for the renovations. Actually, I probably need to do some pull tabs. We'll do pull tabs for the renovations. Uh, We're doing dome or no dome. Uh, So far, I am uh, running a perfect 10 here. Uh, 10 to nothing on the dome v. no dome. Let's head out to uh, Cleveland. Zach, uh, he wants a retractable dome. Zach, you're next up on the fan. What's up, dude? Yeah, guys. uh, I I hate to lose the... Uh, the nostalgic purposes of playing in weather like right now. Um, 50 degrees, a little chilly, but for a team from Miami. You mean the nostalgia of playing in 30 degrees below zero on Christmas Eve and losing? No, 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 no. no. I was at that game. Um, I wanted to go there for the nostalgic purposes. Uh, My beer wouldn't even stay solid. It kept or stay stay, uh, liquefied. It it kept freezing up on me. So, no, that's out of the question. That's where the retractable would come into play. That or, like, some crazy – um, snow like Buffalo was planning on getting when we were supposed to play them and they had to move the, the game. You know, they could close that roof before that happens. Um, really any kind of uh, any kind of precipitation because I, I would like to like for them to keep the natural grass. Um, and I'm sure a lot of these players would as well because we, we know that was a topic during this season too with a lot of injuries on this artificial turf. Right. Um, I don't necessarily care um, where they move it. I want them to keep it downtown though. I know a caller called in yesterday. I think, Medigan, I think you were on the show with Phelps yesterday. A guy um, I think he was joking, but he was talking about, um, you know, where the old uh, where the Cavs used to play. Oh, the uh, Richfield Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, he, was, he was joking. Yeah, and that's not, you know, I mean, I, I know that there's a ton of land out there, um, and that makes sense. But, you know, I, I'd like to keep him in the city just because we have all three sports teams downtown. I think that's very cool. I don't want to be like, you know, a city like Dallas where they got the Cowboys playing in Arlington. That's not, that's not cool. Well, yeah, and you got the Rangers um, out there, too. I, Right. I, I would like to keep it all in, you know, in the greater Cleveland area, um, downtown especially. I think Lakefront would be cool. Um, I think that even if they don't um, you know, move it to where all that space is over there by Burke, I think if they kept it where it was, threw a roof on it, renovated it um, to its fullest extent, um, would also entice the city to move places like, like – imagine East Forth on the lakefront. You know how much business that would get down there? See, and that, I mean, yep, and and that's and, and that's something the Haslam's want to do. And thanks for the call. Um, they development is like central to them wanting to stay on the lake. See, yeah. I'm a pessimist. I, I just I've seen so many of these development plans. What right. they put, I think it was in uh, April or May of 2021. The Haslam's put out the, these beautiful renderings of uh, the, la- uh, the land, land bridge, bridge. Yeah, connecting. Yeah, the land bridge. Connecting downtown, uh, the additional condo and office towers uh, on the northern side of the stadium that's a parking lot now, a beautiful greenscape and buildings for businesses and shops and living. And I just, I'm just pessimistic that that's ever going to happen. And it's not a bad way to, I mean. And my thing is that if you're not going to do that with the stadium there, then let's move, let's move the team out of there. So that you can take the stadium down and really develop that, because again, you have you have assets down. The rock people coming to town to go to the Rock Hall, right? And there's then imagine you you get to downtown Cleveland, 
You're going to the Rock Hall. You got to walk all the way down across the, the the shoreway there. You know that bridge that goes over right mm-hmm. East Ninth Street Bridge, and then you walk down to the Rock Hall. You get to the Rock Hall. You go through there. You come out, and it's like, well, where do we go now? Now well, what? You, ha- you have the science. I'd love to center. get a bite to eat. Right there, yeah. then. Then if you want a bite to eat, well, there is there is a restaurant There's there on ra- that pier. Right. But basically, you have to come back up East Ninth Street exactly. and back into downtown. There's just nothing there, and there's so much potential for that area. And I just I'm pessimistic pessimistic that with a stadium there, that that area is going to be able. to And I agree with you, and it. I agree with that pessimism because we've watched for years between, of course, what they want to do with the Browns, but how. And this is going to come off poorly, and I'm not trying to trash architecture and all that kind of stuff, and, and please don't take it this way. But it's very easy to get renderings of stuff and put that out there for people to see it that are absolutely gorgeous. Ask Tampa. Ask Oakland about getting well, a new uh, like A stadium. It's very easy to put out these renderings and everybody go, right. oh, my gosh, that is gorgeous. It's a different animal to get that built to and actually, get that yeah. moving. Get it done. Let's go to uh, let's go back out to Cleveland. Todd, you're next up on the fan. Dome or no dome? What's up, Todd? Dome, Dan, Dome, yes. zero. Twelve for twelve. But it has to go on Burke, or I'm not with it. If you want to get it done, you put it on Burke Lakefront Airports. What is that? Four hundred fifty um, acres of property. Yeah, that you got happen, room. Yep. Surround. You want people. You want the public to support it. Surround it with the neighborhood. Um, at least a hundred. 80 foot wide by 120 feet deep single family home lots upper middle class to, to high income let let the public cry about it but let's be realistic those are the people that are contributing heavy to the pro, to the tax base and make enough space back there for I'm gonna save about 50 to 75 acres worth of property for a school a high school and a middle school and give them so that they have enough land for a stadium and everything, and then you'll still have space left over for a handful of businesses that will lead out into the downtown commercial area. Todd's constructed a village. (laughs) It will work. The public will support. The public will support that. There'll be a lot of people that are cry foul about it because there's a lot of people that are heavily into affordable, low-income housing, and there's plenty of space for that around the city already. But if you do this, you'll get more people that will advocate for it. If you push for this you'll have more people to advocate for it. So a retractable dome, and yet you got to give it enough space. you got to give them some space. That science center does good work down there. Yes. So don't, don't intrude on them. I know what they're doing down there. And maybe even expand the Coast Guard station to go, to go over there, or rather redo it so it goes over there. And then you got a nice, neat pocket, and you can do whatever the heck you want to do, within reason, with the old stadium site, within so- reason, because you know there's folks that are – crazy so todd this all makes sense and i i which means it's never gonna happen everything that you say a it's not gonna happen and b we're leaving out one of the biggest things that would come out of a new stadium for the haslams which very simply is i cannot see them continuing to outsource parking yeah if they build this thing it is going to be in an area where they control the lots all around yeah. it and can pocket all of it for parking yeah they they, they i think they I cannot see. They want to get in. I think they want to get in on the tailgating game. I cannot see anybody building a stadium from here on out in Cleveland and other places not building it at a spot where they cannot pocket the parking. All right, it has taken two and a half hours. We we let's go to Jim. He I believe is our first no dome call. Jim, you're next up on the fan. You you want to sit out in 30 degree below zero weather to watch the Browns lose, right? 
Yes, I do. I work there. I'm a supervisor. All right. All right. Can you feel your toes? Yeah. Have you thought out yet? By the end of the night, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the bad part about it was is the stadium is old. Everything froze. The the bathrooms, everything. So right. that was the bad part, okay? Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't. I mean, I've done it with my dad when I was a kid. I mean, that's what we're going to miss. The whole thing is we're supposed to play outside. That's all we did when we were kids. I mean, when did we start complaining about snow and yeah, rain? But, but I hate to say this, man, and I'm not trying to sound rude when I say this kind of stuff. Nobody paid large amounts of money to sit there and watch you and your buddies play in the snow. And we're in a position where people are paying large amounts of money to watch these guys pay, play football and the top-tier athletes play at the best of their abilities. And I'm not saying that to be rude. It's just reality. And I will agree to that, okay? And I do agree we should have a dome where we can do other things in there. But this is my problem with the dome thing. Soon as it starts snowing or it starts raining or it gets a little too cold, close the dome. Just, no, we need it open. We're in Cleveland. All right. We, we live here. All right, Jim, thanks for the call. Let's squeeze I appreciate in, it, Jim. Let's squeeze in Jay in Maple Heights. Jay, you're next up on the fan. Dome or no dome? Exactly a dome, no yes. doubt about it. But like I was telling your screener, we should try to somehow include Cleveland Clinic involved in this because they're the ones that's buying up everything in the city. The corridor was built specifically for Cleveland Clinic. And that that stadium sits down there six months out of the year or eight months out of the year doing nothing. But we get Cleveland Clinic involved in this, it may can happen. All right. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate Appreciate it. it, We got to move along. But 13 to 1. Scoreboard. So you got that going for you. Scoreboard. Coming up next. Why Cavs fans, or at least some of you Cavs fans, are out of your minds when it comes to what you expect of your young basketball team. Next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 